Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher. Welcome to my podcast, Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in and through our lives. The title of this message is Shot Up. <laughs> ah, spiritual rudeness could be another way of titling the message, but even then, I'm not satisfied or convinced that it really says what I think it should. So shut up was a way to rudely say it. See, it's a rude start to a rude activity that occurs at many of our prayer meetings all across this planet. Are you going to teach us how to pray, Ken? Well, if I was the all-powerful intercessor that right now I am not, I might attempt it. But in truth, the message is most simpler than that. Let's lay a foundation, shall we? Matthew 6, 25-33 Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you of not more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is, thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. And here he's referencing the unbeliever. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Okay, so I can open up with, Stop praying for you to stop worrying. He already told you in and through his word to do stuff that chases away the time to worry. Just don't worry. Ask him for something that he hasn't told you to do or equipped and anointed you to do. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pray for more of the Holy Spirit, as we have as examples of this happening in the Word. What I am saying is to avoid asking God for the things that he has already told you to do or for the stuff he's already told you he's going to give you. Want food, clothing, shelter? Then do the will of God. First, seek the kingdom of God. It's really simple. A Christian should never starve to death. It just can't be possible if you're doing that. So your prayer might sound something like this. Oh God, give me the gifts to work in ministry. Nope. Try, God, reveal what gifting and calling you have placed on my life and teach me how to use them in your wisdom. Do you see the difference? You don't ask for God to give you the gifts when you have the gifts. I mean, you wouldn't talk to a regular person that way, would you? They just handed you a Big Mac and you say, Hey, can you give me a Big Mac? It just wouldn't make any sense. The book of Corinthians and Romans provides the gift distribution and what they are titled already. Another example is that you don't have to ask God to give you the appetite to read his word. If you are an authentically born-again believer, then you ought to eventually get the appetite to read the word. If you have never had the appetite to read the Bible, then I would check my born-again card to see if it actually happened. Does it have a red bar or a green bar? Trust me when I say that many are going in by the wide path, believing that they are on the right path. Matthew 7, 13, 14. 
21-24, and Luke 13-24. It's going to be twice the hell for them that thought that they were good their whole earthly life, only to die and then find out that they were not good, and that the opportunity is passed to change the situation. Now is the time to change the situation. If you're not sure, get to be insured. Food, drink, clothing, shelter, transportation. Do we pray for the things that God already has acknowledged that we need? Look, what I'm trying to do is to get you to redefine your conversations with God to actual conversations. How it must grieve his heart that we ask for the things that he is already on top of providing. If the pantry is empty, you can simply remind him of his promise. He won't not show up to simply watch you die of starvation. Oh, now the devil might have you believe that, or even your dead man. But now that would be strange, because we are crucified with Christ, and so therefore the dead man no longer has an appetite for a number two at in and out I don't know about you, but my spirit has taken a liking to the number two with the vanilla milkshake, and I'm sure a Big Mac attack is a manifestation of a demon. We'll talk about that later. Now I know that this is next level stuff, septum for the number two. So if you're not there yet, continue with your program. Just know that there is a oneness that you have with God that will, when you have it down, like Jesus, have you moving to the voice and sight of God. John 15:15. 15, 15. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. John 5:19:20. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. Heard and sees. It would seem as though we need to hear and see God to get Jesus' results but for the fact that we have the Holy Spirit, who speaks what they say to us. Is it any wonder why non-believers get frustrated when trying to read the Bible? It shouldn't be any wonder. See what effect it has on us, who are his kids? And But how can we believe in ghosts, but not the Holy Ghost? No, I must stop and save it for another message. Easter egg time, John 6:38. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. John 8:28. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. Both places at the same time? Yep. Jesus was in heaven listening to the Father teach Him, and watched what the Father was doing, then coming from that position to manifest it on earth, but not separately, but remaining in both places. Well, now, Ken, that was Jesus. You can't expect me to be hanging around two places trying to get some instruction from God. I can pray right here on earth and wait for the Amazon delivery van to pull right on up. <laughs> right, let's look. Ephesians 2, 5, 6. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Raised, raised, raised. Not will raise us, 
but already has. Now I know. Now we be like Jesus in two places at the same time. So now that you know this, how will your current relationship with God improve? It must, if you didn't know this previously. He made us, not asked us, because it is natural, that is, supernatural, for us to exist in the heavenly places, sitting together with our Lord, while also standing on this rock. We are in Christ right now, not later, but now. And where is Christ? Here and there and everywhere. Romans 6.11 Likewise you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Look, this is no different than being dead and alive at the same time. Time and eternity. Two places. So let's get back to shutting up, shall we? The point of the message is not to give you every reason for praying and not praying. It is to create an appetite for you to want to read your Bible and to find out for yourself what God has already promised that will come as we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Why waste time on asking for those things that He has already promised? Can you imagine asking your wife if she will cook for you every day before you head off to work? And perhaps she should ask you if you are going to work today and then call you at lunch to see if you are still working and then triple check you by asking after you return home if you indeed worked. Hey babe, would you stick with me through sickness and health until death do us part? Can you imagine your wife asking you every day if you are going to provide for her that day and the next? You see how this will become a very frustrating relationship to be in? And eventually it would possibly come apart due to the mistrust and unbelief. Is it any different with God when we treat Him the same? No, He won't divorce us. But it has to be frustrating. Hey Lord, will you be with me today? Am I still healed by your stripes? Or is this the day? Will you still provide for me even after I sin, Lord? <laughs> I can go on and on. But you get the point, I am sure, by now. Enter into a real relationship with God, whereby you have conversations about how you feel about Him, thanking Him for the things that He has done for you, worshiping Him for giving you a ticket to heaven, by way of His only Son's unjust murder. Yes, and then perhaps you should get to your needs, even though He already knows all of them, and in all likelihood has set the proper things in motion to take care of the needs as soon as or even before the words escape your lips. Well, that's it for this message. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding the message, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script to kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.